What's up? Welcome back to Microfamous. Uh, we got a fun, fun topic today. We're talking about saying no and why that makes such a difference, why introverts might actually have the advantage when it comes to this kind of strategy, both short-term and long-term thinking. Uh, and it comes from, uh, you know, just basically some jokes uh, that people have made, people that know me really well behind the scenes. Um, one of them called me the double black diamond master of saying no. Um, which is which is hilarious. Uh, and I was on I was being interviewed on a podcast here about a week ago. And I was on a kind of a live panel. And I happened to know one of the other guests, which is hilarious. Um, it just goes to show you the power of, of marketing or networking and just how much I've built up my network in kind of the podcasting world. Um, and it was one it was someone that actually introduced a prospect to me that wasn't a good fit. And we ended up on a three way call. And he was sharing on this podcast, the story of how I was, you know, basically had to explain to his referral that we weren't a good fit to work together. And the person actually like tried to talk me into <laughs> taking them on as a client. And apparently, I was having none of it. Uh, I was I held my ground and basically uh, confirmed that, hey, we're, we're just not a good fit to work together. Um, and he was the person that sent me with a furrow was was really impressed that I stuck to my guns that I didn't get talked into taking on a client that wasn't a good fit because so many people do. So many people wouldn't have said no in the first place. They would have just said yes, simply because somebody turned up on their doorstep with a check and said, hey, I want to hire you. And not only did I not do that, but they turned around and tried to talk me into taking them and tried to persuade me that they were a good fit. And uh, and I knew better and I stuck to my guns and I said no. And it, it's great. Like he was so impressed with that. It just it really it really drove home the point of, of how it, it kind of it drove the point to him of how focused I am. And there's a reason for that, right? Which is when we take somebody on in the agency, I want to get them results. And so I'm not going to take somebody on that I'm not 100% confident that I can get results for. I have a, have a specific type of person in mind. Now, that to me, I've, I've made the long-term decision that I believe that's in my long-term best interest to only work with people where I can get them great, solid results, like 10x ROI on the work that we do together. But not everybody feels that way. You know, there's a lot of other agency owners that would have just said yes, because you have somebody that's willing and enthusiastic to write them a check. So when I look at that, to me, that's long-term thinking, right? I want real enduring influence in this space for the next 30, 40 years. You know, my mission is to help introverted coaches, consultants, and thought leaders get their message out and find the right audience and become famously influential to those right people. And to further that mission, I can't be saying yes to people that don't fit that profile, right? And so to me, it's a sensible strategy, but, but for a lot of people that comes across as saying no. And one of my guests from a, a long time ago said something really, really good. She said, look, I learned that at some point I had to say no to grow. And that always stuck with me, say no to grow. And, and what that really is, is it's accepting the pain <laughs> and it is pain, accepting the pain of turning away the check now from someone, you know, is not a good fit in order to reach the people that are a good fit and do amazing work with them so that they go out into the world and can't shut up about you. That's what I would rather have happen. I would rather work with fewer people in the short term, but get them amazing results to where they can't shut up about how awesome our agency is or how awesome the micro famous system is then work with people that I know are not good fit. And then you have people out there that go, yeah, you know, Matt's okay. Microfamous system, yeah, you know, it's all right. Um, and so where this fits in is I think for a lot of introverts, we can really leverage this as a strength because 
extroverts because they'll they're so focused on the social aspect of growing a business, being out there, being social, having as many conversations as possible, responding to every comment, being everywhere, trying every new platform. It, it kind of whips up this flurry of, of activity, right? And it feels really good in the moment. There's lots of dopamine hits from people reaching out. You know, their DMs are full and all this stuff. But then when you get right down to it, very few of those people that they you know, end up talking to are actually good clients for them. And a lot of times they end up taking clients that aren't a good fit. And the same exact thing happens that, you know, they kind of get average results for people and people walk away going, yeah, super awesome guy, but yeah, mixed results. Not, not a great thing in the marketplace. But because they're having a lot of conversations, I think extroverts have the advantage when it comes to getting over that very first hump and kind of making it to the six figure mark in a business, especially online, right? The more conversations you have, the more to like, you can get to six figures just by being, uh, you know, like an, like a good personality, you transfer energy, especially if you're in coaching, people want your emotion. They want to be who you are. They want to be around you. They want to get that infusion of energy that you have. If you're an extrovert, like it's, it's not that hard to get to six figures with that kind of just basically selling you as a personality. But if you want to get beyond that, if you want to get to seven and multi seven figures, that's not going to get you there. Right. And I don't think a lot of extroverts realize that. And a lot of introverts think that because all the extroverts are out here talking about what's working for them in marketing, we think, oh, that must be what we need to do, too. And I, I completely disagree. Right. So once you hit the six figure mark, from all of my experience with all the people that I work with, both in their core businesses and in the coaching consulting businesses that they're, that they're usually stacking on top, you know, when I talk to them, they're incredibly focused. The ones that are the best at building multiple businesses. A great example of this is Lars Hedenberg, who has a seven-figure scaled-up real estate business where he run, he's in the CEO role of that business. He's out of day-to-day -day production. He manages his team. Then he built a seven-figure group coaching business on top of that doesn't have a bunch of individual clients, isn't on social media all the time, right? He has his podcast, he runs paid ads, he is a guest on podcasts consistently, now he's doing some stuff on YouTube, he's you know trying some things, but none of it is based around social media, none of it is based around him being present all the time. He's an introvert and he built a system that works for him. We happen to have launched his podcast, I've known him for quite a few years, I love his business model, I love his approach. And he's extremely, extremely focused, right? He says no a lot. Right. He says no to being on Clubhouse, you know, no to being on TikTok, no to being on all the all the places. Right. He says no to a lot of the different tactics. Right. So that he can focus on doing less and not more. Says no a lot. Now, if we realize as introverts that we can leverage this and we can go deeper into the strategy, realize that if we can get over that hump, once we get over that hump and we have a six figure business, it's actually easier for us as introverts to get to the next level. Because we're the ones that are more likely to say no and focus, right? Focus relentlessly on the right things. And we're the ones that are actually a little bit better at avoiding that shiny object syndrome that keeps so many people trapped at whatever level they're at, right? That, that kind of six-figure mark. So one of the folks that I follow online mentioned, uh, you know, just how much they love that quote, the last easy day was yesterday. And uh, when it comes to the military, that's a great, it's a great line. Like I, it, it's, it's fantastic for that application. But I think when it comes to business, it leads us astray from what we could have, right? That, that idea that it's all about the hustle. It's all about the grind. It's all about showing up every day and putting you like leaving it all out on the field. There's nothing wrong with hard work, but if you have that mentality that the last easy day was yesterday and that today is supposed to be difficult, what unfortunately I believe that leads to is a lack of investment in systems. 
right? You don't put more energy and focus and time and resources into building systems because to you, you know, tomorrow is going to be just as difficult as it was today. What's the point in spending extra energy today when tomorrow is going to be difficult anyway? So my, my approach to it is, and there's a chapter in the book called choose tomorrow over today. That is my mentality, right? I say no to things in the present so that I can work on building systems that make tomorrow easier. I don't have that mentality that the last easy day was yesterday because my goal for today is to contribute and build systems that actually make things easier tomorrow. Now, does that mean tomorrow is going to be easy? No, but it is going to be easier than, than yesterday in terms of the systems that I'm building, right? Uh, when I was building up my agency and building up the operations part of my agency, I put extra effort, extra time, extra resources into systematizing the business, making it templated, making it very checklist and systematic uh, because I knew that in the end, that would make my life easier, right? And it has. As a result of that, today I run the agency, the operations of it in about four hours a week, right? Most of our team meetings take place on Tuesday morning. I don't have to look over the, the shoulders of my staff to make sure that things are done correctly. I run the business by a few key metrics and we know that we're hitting those metrics. And if they start to get off, we know exactly what to do about them. It's very quick. It's very proven. It's very easy. And the, as a result, I have a business that doesn't keep me up at night wondering when the next fire is going to break out that I'm going to have to put out. The reason that is the way it is, is because I chose tomorrow over today. I said, look, if I put extra effort in today, tomorrow is going to be easier in this specific way. Right. And I created a vision and that allowed me to think long-term rather than choosing the short-term answer, which is to just maybe step in and do things myself. And the same thing applies to your marketing. You know, if you, uh, if you follow the advice that's out there right now, which is basically to be an extrovert, that's what it all boils down to, be more of an extreme social butterfly. Look, it's all based on your time and effort. It's trading, it's trading time for dollars, right? Being active every day on social media to grow your business is just trading time for dollars. So it's all based on you. It doesn't like tomorrow will never be easier if your business growth is based on your activity on social media. Tomorrow will never get easier. But if you start to build a system around you that takes care of some of those things, and it's based on things that have nothing to do with just being active on social media, well, then you can have a, an easier day tomorrow than you do today. You know, the, the marketing for my business doesn't take very long either. You know, I, I run my podcast. I have a 90-day email nurture system. So when somebody comes into my email list, they're getting my best, most proven emails that I've ever written over the course of that first 90 days with me before they drop into any sort of real-time emails that I send out. Um, you know, people are, I'm not, I'm not really encouraging people to follow me on social media in that way to where they expect a lot of real-time content from me. So I reach new people online by getting featured on podcasts. And so I'm reaching new people hundreds, even thousands of people a month that I would never have connected with otherwise. I'm reaching them by being a guest regularly on other people's podcasts, niche business podcasts in my space. And so I'm able to reach new people and pull them into my world, pull them into my email list, um, pull them into, you know, my orbit as clients. You know, one of the last uh, podcasts that we launched for a client came about because uh, she heard me on a podcast. She, was, she heard me interviewed. She called me up. Um, she had listened to my podcast a little bit, got to know me and said, hey, I, th I think I'm pretty much ready to go. And so to me, that is 
not only does that system protect my energy, but it makes tomorrow easier. It takes the reliance of my marketing off of things that I have to do in the moment to where every day is the same, every day is a hustle. So if you listen and you take the advice that's out there, which is basically be more of an extrovert, be an extreme social butterfly, just realize that you are saying yes to short-term thinking. And to me, the key to getting to that next level, if you're already at the six figure mark in your coaching consulting business, the key to getting to that seven figure mark is not saying yes to everything. It's not being opportunistic. It's being strategic and it's narrowing your focus to the fewest smaller number of things that you can do that really have a shot to massively move the needle. Things like being a guest on podcasts hosting your own podcast, right? That people can still find years from now. Taking chunks of that content and using that for social media rather than creating all your content from scratch, right? Those things are all highly leveraged. They have a long shelf life and that has a much better chance of being the foundation of your marketing that's a system and not just based around you hustling. So I wanna encourage you in a few things. Number one, say no to grow. Think long term and think about the things that you can be doing today that will actually get you better results tomorrow and the, and the results compound over time. You know, having a podcast, one of my um, friends compared it to compound interest. It starts at a certain level and then it just keeps growing and growing and growing incrementally over and over and over and above itself. And it just builds and builds and builds. The whole micro famous system is that way because it's based around podcasting, it just keeps on doing that. It keeps building. So saying no to all this other stuff, all this other marketing advice that you get allows you to focus and allows you to put your focus on things that have a shot at being leveraged and systematized. Number two is you can build systems that make tomorrow easier. I don't believe that the last easy day has to be yesterday. <laughs> I don't believe that that's true. I believe you can build systems today that make tomorrow easier. Now you can choose to then move on and still put in a quality work day by building other systems in your business and doing some other things that have, you know, they have the chance to grow. So it's not like I only work four hours a week, but overall, my life is much, much different than it was a few years ago because I kept saying no to things that would distract me. I built systems that made tomorrow easier and that compounded itself to the point where I, I, I can run and grow and market the business in just a handful of hours per week. And the third thing that I want to talk about is protect and manage your energy. As an introvert, you don't have this unlimited reserve of energy to be social, especially online. Um, obviously, live events are not really a thing at the moment. They're coming. We'll see how long that's going to be. But you know, if you if you were growing your business through live events, maybe you can get by. And live events are you know a little bit more fun. You can get into the energy of the moment. I enjoy live events to a, to a certain extent. But being social, you know, for hours a day on social media, not super fun for me. And if you're an introvert, it's probably not super fun for you either. Maybe there's one place where you can be and you can focus like a laser on building community and connection and conversations there. Just build up that one platform, protect and manage your energy because you don't need to be everywhere to grow your business. So why not just choose one good place to be that you enjoy that fits your strengths and weaknesses and focus all of your energy there, right? By doing that, you protect and you manage that level of energy that you have to be social, right? So you're still out there. Your audience still sees you. You're still visible. You're still building authority. You're still building relationships with other influencers. You're still doing all those things. You're just not indiscriminately saying yes to everything to the point where you burn out your energy. So say no to grow build systems that make tomorrow easier, 
protect and manage your energy. To me, that's the path to success, to really getting to that next level. If you're an introverted coach, consultant, speaker, author, thought leader, right? You can do a lot of things. You can say yes to a lot of things and get to that sixth figure mark. But if you want to get to seven figures and you want to have a simple, profitable, rewarding business as an introvert, you've got to go a different way. You've got to say no to grow. So hopefully that's encouraging. Don't let anybody tell you that just because you say no, that you are in the wrong, that something is wrong with you. <clears throat> the people that I know that have built the most successful seven-figure businesses uh, I know are all like that. They're incredibly focused. Even when they have multiple businesses within those businesses, they are incredibly focused. To me, that's the key to success. It's saying no so that you can grow. So with that being said, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for leaving reviews on, on both the podcast uh, on and on the book. I really appreciate it. There's a lot of people that have left Amazon reviews for the book. Uh, if it's encouraging, leave a review for the podcast. Just go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, five-star, mention what was, uh, what was helpful, what was encouraging, and anything else that you'd like to hear. Uh, if you want to get all of our tools and templates so you can just start executing the micro, uh, microfamous system in your business, putting it in, in uh, which means getting booked on podcasts consistently, running your own podcast, pulling out chunks of that for social media, having a clear and compelling idea that attracts the attention of the right people. All of that has been templated and systematized. So get all of our templates, Canva templates, Trello boards, checklists, Word docs, fill in the blank, email templates, calendar templates, the whole nine yards, everything you need to run and execute the entire Microfamous system is in the fast tracks. So you can hit the ground running. It's not a bunch of training material. It is shortcuts to the results. It's the only marketing toolkit designed for introverted experts like you. So go check that out, getmicrofamous.com slash fast track. And thank you so, so much for listening. We'll talk to you on the next episode of Microfamous. Thank you.